Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing Gilda from 1946, starring Glenn Ford and Rita Hayworth, and directed by Charles Vidor. Alright, so some essential movie details about Gilda from 1946. There's a rumor that this film is the only time Rita Hayworth's real singing voice is heard, but that is not completely true. According to bonus features from the DVD of this film, Hayworth actually never recorded her own singing voice, and a talented lip singer, Anita Ellis, dubbed almost all of her singing in this film. Hayworth always wanted to do her own singing, and Columbia Pictures chief Harry Cohn paid her for voice lessons, but she never developed a voice he considered strong enough to be used. Hayworth remained bitter about this for the rest of her life. Another detail, the film was such an enormous financial success for Columbia that Rita Hayworth's agent, Johnny Hyde, demanded that studio chief Harry Cohn give his client a share of the profits for subsequent pictures. Cohn refused, but when Hayworth called in sick, quote-unquote, for several days during production of her next film, Down to Earth, Cohn relented. Hayworth formed the Beckworth Corporation to collect 25% of the net profits for the remaining films on her Columbia contract. And lastly, according to the commentary provided on Turner Classic, Anita Ellis did voice the big production song, Put the Blame on Mame. However, Rita Hayworth indeed was singing that song when she was strumming the guitar at the bar. So there's kind of a a conflict there. No one really knows for sure when is it really her singing and when it isn't her singing. So I think that's interesting that there's kind of conflicting messages. I tend to trust Turner Classic a little bit more just because they have a better reputation. They have researchers and whatnot. So I'm thinking that the truth of it is it wasn't her singing like the major scenes where she's, you know, singing with a band and stuff. But like they're saying here, when she's just strumming the guitar, that's that's most likely her. All right, so now let me get into my thoughts on the film. The plot, I give it a four out of five. You know, I really liked it. It's not your typical love story or love triangle. You know, Glenn Ford and Rita Hayworth, who are the main characters in this film, they have great chemistry together, but not in the sense of, you know, they're lovey-dovey and whatnot, but because of how they fight each other and how they're kind of brutal to each other. It's really, really interesting. And I also love Munson, who's played by George McCready. I, I love that he fakes his own death and then he comes back later to cause even more chaos to them. I thought that was really cool and interesting. I, I just really like this film because none of these characters are good guys per se. These are all bad and terrible people and yet they have so much charm and charisma to them. You can't help wanting them to succeed in their goals even if they're terrible, right? So I really, really like that. And... The only reason why I don't give it a five, though, is I kind of feel like it wraps up a little too quickly, a little too nicely. I think there could have been a little bit more drama there because, you know, Munson shows up again, right? And he's about to kill them. And then he's stabbed in the back almost immediately. I was like, well, that kind of kills all the tension. But I do think it's a little interesting that the inspector's like, well, legally, he's already considered dead. So you guys are fine, I guess. So that was an interesting twist. But yeah, I, I like the plot. It was good. All right, so now talking about the acting, I gave that a 5 out of 5. I thought Glenn Ford was great. He's really, really good in this film. And for those who don't know who he is, if you've ever seen Superman, he plays Jonathan Kent in that film. 
So this is my first time seeing him in a role outside of that. I thought he was great. And Rita Hayworth was great too. This is my first time ever seeing her in a film. And like I was saying in the plot, I think their twisted romance makes for really, really interesting drama. And and I think George McCready, he's a great villain. He plays Munson. I, I think he's great. Um, there's some funny uh, side characters. There's one who keeps smirking and stuff. He's the one who actually kills Munson at the end. I liked him. And and uh, there's like these German spies that keep coming around. They're kind of fun too. Yeah, it, it's a great cast and a great film. I, I love the acting. All right, so now talking about the directing. Again, I really liked it. I gave it a five out of five. I thought Charles Viter did great here. This is, I think this is the first film I've seen by him. Uh, the characters aren't really, like I was saying, they're, they're not ones you normally would want to root for, but they just have great charm and charisma to them that you can't help but like them. And I love that. And I also love the, the style of filmmaking he does here. It's pretty simple. You know, we're mainly in the bar and then sometimes at the Munson Mansion. But yeah, it's really well put together. Uh, one thing I could think of in particular is when Rita Hayworth is singing to an audience. That one felt kind of like movie magic, if you will. I really like that. But yeah, I think he did a great job here directing the cast and picking people to work on the film. I think it was really, really good. All right, now talking about cinematography and special effects, I gave that a five out of five. I love it, especially in the casino. And there's a plane crash scene that I thought looked really, really cool. Uh, overall, it's a greatly put together film, like I was mentioning. I, I really liked it. And uh, yeah, it is very seamless. You know, there's nothing crazy or different about it. It's not like uh, the third man, like I was talking about, where there's like crazy Dutch angles. Nothing like that. It's very basic, but I liked it. I, I thought it was really, really good. All right, so now talking about the music, I gave that a five out of five. You know, even though she's not really the one singing in a lot of her songs, I like I said, they think it's when she's playing the guitar. No one's really sure, but I trust Turner Classic. Um, I do like the songs that she's singing. I think they're really good, and um, I, I think that singer, whoever it is, had a great singing voice and really set the mood of the film and whatnot. And supposedly she, this character, Gilda, is kind of the inspiration for Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And you could kind of see the similarities. But yeah, no, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was really, really good and really set the tone for the film because they're not happy songs per se. They're kind of dark and kind of twisted. So that fits the tone of the movie really, really well. All right, so tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to 4.8 out of 5, which I'm rounding to a 5 out of 5. So would I recommend this movie? Absolutely. I loved it. I love the twisted romance. I love the twisted uh, music, and the cinematography was great. It's a great movie overall. I, I highly recommend checking it out if you haven't seen it. And it's on Criterion, and I believe it was streaming on HBO Max. I could be mistaken. I refuse to call it Max. I think that's just a terrible name. But yeah, I thought it was a great film. I highly recommend checking it out. All right. Well, those are my thoughts on Gilda from 1946. Thank you so much for watching and listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. 
and video versions are released Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube and Rumble. Alright, thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care. Thank you.